1: back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts. Super Bowl was last night, which means, Ryan, we're officially in NFL draft season. There are no more games to look forward to. We know the exact draft order going forward. Are you excited? I feel like I've asked you this like four times. Are you excited? I know you're excited. I know I'm excited. But can you reiterate that that you are definitely juiced up now that it is officially, officially draft season? Well, are you excited enough to come to the Combine, Joe? I <laughs> You stink. I'm trying. I'm trying. That I still haven't uh, been credentialed uh, by the way. So I'm not I'm not uh I haven't been accepted. So I'm waiting to hear what happens with that. I don't know what the typical length of time for approval on that cuz I'm not typically in the NFL communication system. So, well that's the good thing up is right is now. that
0: that type of that, that also means that you haven't been denied yet. Which is all I feel like. Usually, it people get denied, get denied pretty quickly. To be honest, yeah, but it's just my opinion.
1: You also, I'm probably going to get approved. You need to be actually. I'm a, I'm completely wrong. I'm a dumbass. I am already in the system for NFL communications because I was credentialed for the for radio. Row. What am I talking about? Well, I hope I that really- I am cred, I am credentialed, Ryan. I'm hoping that uh, the cluster F of workload kind of pulls off now that the NFL season is done and that I can focus on something like this and go on the trip. Maybe I'll come out for at least a couple of days and we can uh, kick it and tape a recording from Indy. You should, man. We should. Can you imagine if we did a live recording? I've, I've never met you in person still. So that would be something special. I have technically been in the same room as you once. And that was the closest that we got. You came when I was training at test in oh. uh, Martinsville. Martinsville, yeah, Martinsville, New Jersey. When I was training for my pro day, mm-hmm. uh, you happened to be there with NFL Draft Bible, and I was like, "Oh, there's that Ryan Roberts guy who followed me and asked me." Uh, to come on a show. I, I oh, and I done. wish I would have known you were there.
0: It's be like, there's that Joe DeLeon who ghosted me when he was supposed uh, to come on the show. That guy.
1: Well, <laughs> look how far we've con- come. So maybe we'll get yes. that remote recording. <laughs> uh, I'll try to make it happen, though. It's something. Speaking of the combine, though, Ryan, today we're going to be talking about some of the snubs that we have uh, that were announced on the invite list last week. We didn't get the chance to react to it because of the craziness of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about some storylines that you should be paying attention to. Before we do that, though, folks, I just want to remind you to head on over to betonline.ag, which is our presenting sponsor for this show. It's got all of the latest odds, news, and updates on any sport that you can find. MLB, NHL, uh, college basketball, whatever it is, you name it, there are odds for it. I, I one-time... After I put a bet in for a normal league, I jokingly was like, I wonder what other leagues there are. And I think I found like a Chinese basketball league. There's a French basketball league. There's cricket. If you really want to have some fun, you want to bet on some goofy stuff you know nothing about, bet online definitely has those odds. Again, betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan, mm-hmm. let's talk snubs. So the big list that has been kind of thrown out there of guys that everyone's scratching their head on. Like, why were these guys not included in the NFL Combine invite list? The ones that we compiled and seems to be a consensus, Carl Brooks, Bowling Green defensive lineman, Marte Mapu, Sac State linebacker, uh, slash safety, Deshaun Johnson, Toledo defensive lineman, Muhammad Diabate, Utah linebacker, B.J. Thompson, Stephen F. Austin Edge, and then Aubrey Miller, Jackson State linebacker with that list of guys. Yep. Ryan. What are your main takeaways? Because I think some of these are a little more surprising than others. And some are, you know, pretty like, why can't we see this guy up against the rest of the premier players in the class? Right, right. Well, well, Joe, I mean,
0: can we can we paint some context to how important it is to get a combine invite to kind of yes. start this conversation, right? Three hundred and nineteen players were were invited to the combine this year for context, 262 draft picks last year, right? Brock Purdy was a 262nd draft pick. Only 32 players were drafted last year that did not receive a combine invite for context, right? So, Mm. I mean, there's a large portion of these players 80 or so that will that will be in Indianapolis and will not get combine invites. But for the most part, if you don't get a combine invite, you have a very limited chance. That's about a round worth of players, that early round worth of players that will ultimately get be able to get drafted that were not invited to the combine. So th- this is a telling situation, right? When guys aren't invited to the combine, that is – because we always talk about, you know, oh snubs to this Senior Bowl, snub to the Ace West Shrine Game, and all this type of stuff. We need to understand the people that create those rosters, Jim Nagy, Eric Galco, all the way down, right? Those guys make these rosters based on who the NFL wants to see. That's who the NFL wants to see. Combine is the same way. These 390 players are straight from the NFL as recommendations to people that they want to see. Right? So the players that don't mm-hmm. get that don't get on this list are probably late round players at best and maybe not draftable players when we're all said and done, right? That's why we look at these lists and we say, that's interesting, right? Like I I thought that player had a chance to get drafted and he's probably more of a fringe draftable player than a mid-day three player like we may have thought maybe Carl Brooks was, for instance, leaving senior bowl week. So that's kind of the context. I would say for this, I mean, we have nothing but defensive players on this list today, right? So – I mean, a lot of defensive linemen, a lot of really talented, versatile players as well. I mean, I look at B.J. Thompson, man. He was one of the guys that I wanted to add to the list because he was on Feldman's freak list. He's apparently going to jump 40-plus inches, running the four fives at 6'5 plus with 35-plus inch arms. I mean, the kid's kid's a little bit of a freak show, right? So we we have a lot of defensive talent that did not get invited to the combine. And again, it's just more of a telling these guys not getting the invite is usually a big indicator of how the NFL sees them.
1: So Ryan, one thing you pointed out here, it's mostly defensive player. Actually, I think we it's all defensive We have players. all defensive players that we we wrote down as the biggest snubs. Yeah. And the other thing as well, if you could add a few more names to this list, it would be more defensive linemen to to include on there. Yep. I think that that first off is is very telling of how deep this class is at defensive line at defensive tackle at edge. That's what the strong suit is. There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of really good talent at the top that we're going to talk about a ton during this process. And heck, we're probably going to talk about a lot after the combine after some guys test with really, really stupid numbers. So yeah. that's not surprising to me. What I will say is surprising. I think the biggest snub that I'm like, really? That guy after the week that he just had being a relatively unknown player you would think NFL teams would be excited and wanting to learn more about this guy is Marte Mapu, the Sac State linebacker. He really opened my eyes and I think he is a very unique player. One that fits a physical mold that not a lot of guys in the NFL can fit. Now, he's got a lot of work to get done before you can figure out where he fits on a defense. But you would think with all those question marks and a lot of potential for a kid like this, that he would get that invite. It's disappointing. It stinks. I'm a little sad that he's not going to be there because to have those testing numbers, I'd be willing to bet he'd be one of the biggest risers of the week. But he'll probably do well at his pro day, and and maybe that'll be enough to, to help him get drafted. Well, there, there's three players on this list that were at the Senior Bowl, right? You mentioned
0: Marte Mapu. You mentioned yeah. Carl Brooks. And then Aubrey Miller from Jackson State is the other guy that did not get an invite. I know Aubrey Miller had a pretty good week down in, you know, Mobile. He was fine. But he's an undersized, you know, kind of right. try-hard kid, right? He's 5'11", and 5'8", 229", 30 and a half inch arms. Like, not a ton of traits to work off of. So, just, I wasn't super surprised by that one. Right. I also wasn't super surprised by the Marte Mapu, but not for the reasons that you just talked about, Joe. I mean, coming out of the Senior Bowl week, I want to see Marte, right? Like, I mean, I think he looked really good down in Mobile. He brings an interesting profile, playing safety nickel during his sack State career, transitioning more to a linebacker role, probably some dime opportunities to the next level. But he is a kid that's been a really quick riser up these boards, right? Like these lists are usually – they're kind of formulated, you know, for – you know, a couple months ago, for being completely honest, right? But you look at Marte Mapu, who's a little bit of a late riser. So I wasn't shocked at that one. I was a little bit shocked at Carl Brooks, though. And, and not that I'm like fully in on Carl Brooks. I think there's a lot of traits to work with, though. I mean, because you're talking about Bowling Green. He's playing defensive end at 6'3 and a half, 285, 290 plus pounds. Comes to the Senior Bowl, they move him into the interior, shows up at 303 pounds, and he showed a lot of interior twitch and pass rush upside, right? And it was a little bit of a lopsided week. I thought day one was fantastic. Day two, day three were still good, Mm. but they weren't quite as flashy as the first day, for instance. But seeing him not on the list was my biggest surprise because I thought he was a – I mean, he was a Senior Bowl darling, has the size profile that teams are really going to like projectable inside at the next level. I thought he would definitely get a combine invite. So he was my biggest surprise. But like I said, Mapu's another one where I would have liked to see him because athletically, I think he would have checked a lot of boxes and turned some heads. And then BJ Thompson, man, another one that was an East West Shrine Bowl. I mean, all of these players that we picked today were either East West Shrine players or Senior Bowl players. BJ Thompson right. was an East Wester. And look, He is a little bit of a funky player because Thompson, I'm getting the verifieds on him real quick from that week. Here he is. He is 6'5 and 3'8, 238 pounds. So he needs to add weight. 34 and 3'8 inch arms though. 82 and a half inch of a wingspan. I mean, this kid is twitchy. He's long as anything. But the negative to B.J. Thompson, he's almost 26 years old. So
1: he's a little bit of an older uh, guy, right? A little but bit of an older guy. My man, he's two years older than me.
0: <laughs> Joe, uh, wherever he tests, though, whether it's at Stephen F. Austin's pro day or another pro day that's you know nearby, maybe a bigger pro day, he right. is going to tear the roof off that place, man. He is incredibly athletic.
1: Well, so that's the one thing that's bothersome to me for Marte mapu and bg thompson because uh, carl brooks is probably gonna still get his own pro day it, do we know for a fact that Sac state will have their own pro day and stephen F. austin will have their own pro day i think stephen F. austin I might will. because tra- I,
0: I think they both might i think they both might
1: yeah. I, I think there's a possibility that one of them does not and then it's you get a little bit overshadowed having to travel to go to another place's uh pro day uh, set up. And for anyone who doesn't really understand how that works, you need a certain amount of NFL teams to request to see you in order to actually test. So even if hypothetically, you, only, you have a lot of interest, if there's not enough of that, not enough scouts, it's a possibility that you can't test at your own pro day, and then you have to then go to a local one.
0: How, how many uh, how many teams requested to see you when you came out, Joe?
1: Oh man, <laughs> not kidding. enough. <laughs>
0: just kidding, man. I know the
1: number wasn't high because I know that it was a, a point of contention. Because um, I, I do remember talking to the coaching staff where they're like, "Hey, you, before you could show up to the pro day, like you have to uh, you have to have a certain amount of teams that are I forget what the number was, but I do remember having to make some phone calls because I'm I'm like, okay, my my agent at the time I was like. Can we make sure that I don't have any issues here? Like can you yeah. can you check in and make sure there's no problems? Uh didn't matter anyways, because I didn't have a pro day because of COVID.
0: Yes. Oh, I forgot you were the COVID year, man. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Forget about the COVID year. Let's talk storylines. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry.
0: I'm not. I'm not trying to hash out bad, bad uh, memories for you, Joe. Really,
1: but really, to, really
0: hurts my heart. <laughs> to your point, man. You're you're a Calif- you're a big California guy now. So you tell no, me not, where no, you tell, you tell me where Marte Mapu would have his pro day if it wasn't at Sac State. I don't know what's uh, close, I'm close really- enough by.
1: I mean, I guess the closest would be Sacramento is like kind of near Cal or Stanford. He'd probably have to travel to go there, which isn't that close. Yeah. But I guess it would probably be one of those spots if we were just gotcha. to, to throw out a guess there. Um, Ryan, let's talk storylines, though. I want to just yep. talk about almost previewing the event, what we should pay attention to for the 2023 NFL scouting combine. I think the biggest one for me or one of the biggest ones for me yep, is we cannot get caught up with Michael Mayer's 40 time and we're already starting to over evaluate Michael Mayer and it's something that we talked about at the beginning of the season not the beginning of the cycle at the beginning of the college football season we talked about how Michael Mayer because of who he is as a player the way that he plays the game is going to get over evaluated and he already is like Daniel Jeremiah uh, Daniel Jeremiah sorry had him as his like third tight end and I see a lot of people for some reason Moving the goalposts for other tight ends and then trying to drag down Michael Mayer without acknowledging you, how good of a player he is.
0: You know why that is, Joe? You know why that is, man? Because why? Daniel Jeremiah and a couple of the big media guys have said it. So now everybody is assimilating to their thought process. I feel man. like it was only
1: happened. Daniel J- Jeremiah that did that.
0: There was somebody else that had at least Arnell Washington above him. I can't I can't remember. But Daniel Jeremiah's list, man, he had Luke Musgrave and Dalton Kincaid over him. So now I've seen three different tight ends at some point in the big media over. Michael Mayer at this point.
1: I've seen three different Darnell titles. Washington over Michael Mayer is ridiculous because the big knock for Michael Mayer is he's not that fast because he's freaking <laughs> massive. He's 265 pounds. He's going to test yep. well for 265. But again, we're going to over overvalue and over-evaluate his performance like we did kind of with kyle hamilton last year but if if yeah. we're worried about his speed how the hell are we putting darnell washington ahead of him who is slow as dirt how are we going to sit here and do that
0: you know what's funny it's so funny joe is that i've now seen the the assumption and i'm talking about the darnell washington versus michael Mayer thing people are always like oh man darnell is so young and projectable and then i look at their birthdays i'm like Darnell's like two months younger than Michael Mayer, man. Like, what are we doing? I'll I'll say this, Joe. I don't know if you agree with this. Yeah. I don't think you do, but we'll see. I think Michael Mayer is going to show up at about 255 pounds, 250, so 250, 255, shit, about 10-15 pounds, and I guarantee he runs better than what people think. Guarantee it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked to be sneaks into the four sixes, and he just kind of checks that box. You're like, yeah, four okay, cool. wow, like high so the, four six, like four six eight, four six nine, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, four six high.
1: I feel as though if he was 265 or 260, he's probably going to run high four, four sevens. sevens. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. So if if he he does hit that 4-6 number, that's huge. That's huge for him, and then we can completely almost ignore this.
0: Yeah, well, because I'm looking at like comparable players, Joe, because I think that – I mean, when we talk about Mark Andrews and Jason Witten are two guys that I keep coming back to, right? Because I think – I think athletically kind of similar football players. I think body type mm-hmm. kind of similar. And there, were, you remember when Jason Witten, especially during the end of his career, people were like, man, that guy's slow, as dirt, all that type of stuff. Jason Rittman, 467 coming out of college, yes. man, he can run a little bit. So I think, I think that Michael Mayer is one of those guys, man, where he's just going to run a little bit better than what people say. And then they're going to, it's, you know what's going to happen though, right? He's going to check that box. He's going to test p- good, good, good baseline for his size and then people are going to be like oh boy he doesn't run that fast on film like shut up man shut up you can't have it both ways like stick to your guns here right either the 40 doesn't matter or it does matter don't put don't give me both sides
1: just don't as the, uh, the bad boys of NFL draft media, just to kind of explain Don't call us what that. you're cho- talking about. <laughs> We're not the bad boys of NFL media. Well, what I was going to say, is I was going to make a total a-hole point, which is uh, like you brought up earlier with Daniel Jeremiah. People see a lot of other big name analysts make that point. They go back and watch the film. And they think that they're doing something. They're being creative. They're being yeah. against the grain of like, well, everyone was saying that Michael Mayer for all this time was going to be the a top 15 pick. Well, I disagree. I have this very unique thought that he's going to be a second round pick and he'll be the third tight end to go. It's not a unique thought. You're trying too hard. You're trying way too hard, which is I can't wait. I can't wait, Ryan, till we get to this point where the try-hard takes start coming out and it's going to be so goddamn ridiculous it's i
0: mean i'll put it this way man i know some people are gonna call me a homer bias or whatever i mean just look at my track record man like historically i've been a lot lower on most notre dame players than the consensus coming out like i mean ian book and all those i mean that's another conversation for a different day though right (laughs) I'll, i'll say this though and i believe this wholeheartedly if Michael Mayer drops to the second round of the 2023 NFL draft, then I have zero faith in the NFL valuing players anymore, man. I, he's a top ten player in this class for me. Again, I'm not saying he's I would draft him in the top ten because he's a tight end and that's going to get pushed down the board, especially his brand of football, right? Like he's not Kyle Pitts; he's not the sexy type of tight ends, the movers like that we like to today's stinks. world. Well, <laughs> another conversation for another day as well, Joe. Right. 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 Michael Mayer is fantastic, man. And there's really – there's this assumption that he's not a good athlete. I just push back on it so much because I've seen him break off routes against kids that go into the senior bowl and just create stupid separation. I have seen him bully dudes at the catch point. I have seen him create chunk plays down the football fields. I don't care. I don't even care what his 40 time is to be – like. I still think he's going to test better than what people think. But if he runs 4.78, I don't care, man. I don't care at all. Watch the film. He's such a good football player. And at the end of the day, he's not a guy that only creates separation as a foot speed guy. If he was just a guy, if it was Kyle Pitts, for instance, right? Let's go back to that type of player. If Kyle Pitts ran 4-7, that's a problem, right? Because that's not that's how he wins. He wins with his foot speed. Michael Mayer doesn't win with his foot speed, he wins Mm -hmm. with his size his ball skills, and his ability to get in and out of breaks. That's how Michael Mayer wins. So I could care less what his 40 time
1: is. That's not how he wins on the field. So to wrap that point, for those that are listening to this podcast and are going to be watching the combine, take take that into account. And what Ryan just said is very, very crucial. Don't get caught up in what his 40 time is. Pay attention to the other testing numbers. What's his vertical? What's his broad? What's his bench press if he decides to bench? Um, How does he do in the, in in the, in the route running drills? How does he look catching the football? How do his footwork look when he's blocking? Those things are the more important things for a guy like Michael Mayer. And that are going to shine amongst the rest of these guys. Like I don't think Don Kincaid is not nearly as well-rounded as Michael Mayer is probably maybe a little bit of a more of like a fluid linear athlete because he's lighter, but I don't think it's going to be that significant. He's definitely
0: more fluid to your point, definitely smoother. He's also twenty-five pounds lighter, man. <laughs> like it's, I, I just people just skate over that so much. They're like, man, yeah. okay, Kate's a little bit better in and out of brakes. You think? He's 25 pounds lighter. I mean, I'm I'm like two hundred and fifteen pounds right now. If you put a hundred and ninety pound decent <laughs> athlete next to me, he's gonna be a little smoother in and out of brakes than I am. I'm bigger yes. than he is. Come on, man. Right. It's
1: stupid. It's dumb. That's- Stop. That's a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful way to it. So if we put me up against you and we ran routes, I would run. Well, better no, routes. you're That's a kicker. Important. You're
0: not an athlete. I said,
1: oh, I said shut, up. shut up, shut up, yeah. shut up. All right. Speaking of uh, other headlines, though, yep. quarterbacks are going to be talked about a lot. And we've kind of got two back to back points here where it highlights quarterbacks. So first of all, this one's separate. Bryce yep. Young is going to measure in at a underwhelming weight and underwhelming height and it is going to be talked about for months yep just throwing that out there that is going to happen let's watch how he performs during the drills i wouldn't be surprised if he's a guy who doesn't really do a lot of athletic testing but let's see how he does on the field but i as it's already starting to happen there is certainly a question mark a big question mark and i don't think this is the case of over analyzing him where like i'm actually legitimately starting to take this into account when i'm evaluating him the size thing is a is a question mark. Sure. His weight is going to be an issue. And if he comes in at a very underwhelming weight, it might, it might be enough to rethink if we put him as high as one, which is where I currently have him. Maybe he gets bumped back down a little bit by a guy like CJ Stroud, who's going to be built a little bit more to be a more prototypical NFL athlete. So again, something to pay attention to. His size is going to be way smaller than what he was listed at at Alabama. Bryce Young is an outlier.
0: At the quarterback position. We've talked about outliers before, man. There's a negative connotation around it because that means that he's different than what the data points say is historically successful in the NFL. Does it mean that Bryce Young isn't going to be successful? No, that's not what it means. It also didn't mean that for Russell Wilson. It just meant that the cards were stacked against them, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the 2023 NFL draft. I think he's going to be a very good quarterback at the next level. But to your point, you shouldn't expect him to be something he's not, right? Like, he's not going to show up at six foot one, guys. It's not going to happen. He's going to be 5'11. Well, let, let's sit here, Joe. Ready? I'm going to set the over under on the height and the weight. You tell me if if you got you over can the we under. Can you get this Ready? bet
1: online verified?
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can check that online. I'm sure they have it in there. Bryce Young, 5'11 mm-hmm. and a quarter.
1: I agree with that. I, every, some people are trying to be like, Push. "Oh, he's five nine. I don't think he's not five nine. He's not. He's not that short. I'm saying he's uh, he's over by a quarter of an inch, five foot eleven and a quarter. Okay, so you're you're pushing on that one. How about this one? Yeah, weight two hundred and two
0: and one half pounds. Under he's going to be one ninety. Yeah. He's absolutely going to be one ninety. He does he does not but have. There the was bill. That, there was that report that he was trying to bulk up to two ten though for it, but. Oh man, he is not built like two ten though. That's the thing with oh, not him. Right is, now, I mean, he played at like one eighty
1: five, one ninety. Like he's not. Yeah, he's not big. Well, there's absolutely no shot in that short period of time he gets up to two ten because physically, it's not. It's not Ky- capable. Ky- possible. Kyler Murray got up to like two oh eight or something like that. And he played For at like
0: one ninety five or something oh. like that
1: at Oklahoma. Maybe by the time training camp rolls around, I just I think chronically forgot Kyler's different, though. Kyler's always yeah. been like a thickly built guy where he's so short, his yeah. weight seems odd to talk about. He's built like like a, a compact running back. Bryce, if you look at the way that he's built, it's pretty, you know, thin framed. I, 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 I think this, though, I, I
0: think there's even a possibility that Bryce Young puts on just bad weight to get up to that threshold because he's not going to run at the combine, man. No, i going to run you know like he's just going to throw properly if if he throws he might not even throw who knows start eating donuts brother just start eating donuts and PBGs. peanut butter sandwiches man wake up in the middle of the night eat some peanut butter sandwiches that's all you got to do man but that's that's yeah. what i did and
1: then i got really fat and <laughs> did not help <sighs> my happened. testing numbers um yes. again i had no i had literally zero shot so just would like to reiterate that um last point here with the quarterbacks. There are going to be a lot of questions and a lot of uh, deliberation rather with the guys who weren't at the Senior Bowl and just in general. So Will Levis, how does he throw? Stetson Bennett is going to be an enormous distraction because there's going to be a million question marks. Everyone's going to be asking him every possible question during these media uh, spots. And I'm sure that there's going to be a a storyline that comes out of like X team was... Not very happy with Stetson Bennett's interview. Something like that is probably going to happen. That's going to be a distraction. Uh, C.J. Stroud already mm-hmm. said that he will throw, but he is not going to run a forty on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, does Bryce Young throw? Seeing these guys on the field, I think is going to be very, very critical. It's going to be very, very important for them. I don't know why, but I think back to the year where Jake Fromm was in the in, was in a draft class, yeah, and he plummeted after having one of the worst throwing sessions so there's possibility that we have a guy like that during this week i don't know who that's going to be but yeah. with all the talent out there unlike last year that's going to be throwing the football and looking good and will levis is going to throw a a, a complete dime from the opposite end of the field where everyone's going to be ooing and awing over uh someone might fall but i think some guys are really going to boost their stock well, it,
0: it, it's. I remember the Jake Fromm man, one, man. It was so funny because he was just throwing like deep in breaking routes and the ball oh, was just God. dying before the <laughs> target. Like just dying, man. It was hysterical. But I think the two guys that I have my eyes closest on, Joe, and it's not for the on the field stuff at all. It's actually not even close for that. It's Will Levis and it is Stetson Bennett. Those are the two guys for completely different reasons, right? will levis has been lauded for his off the field stuff right he's a great teammate good young man all that great stuff right well hand hooker did not participate in the senior bowl but he still went there right and still had the opportunity to meet with teams and do all that type of stuff levis did not opt to not go to the senior Bowl. apparently he was at the nflpa bowl for some reason out in vegas i, I don't know why like he wasn't maybe on the roster maybe he's, he's training out there, there. Or Something. yeah maybe probably that's possible. probably but so he has an opportunity to get in front of NFL personnel. And from what we've heard about him so far, he has an opportunity to kind of solidify things, right? So he has the a, a opportunity to really showcase his, his personality and showcase his story, all that great stuff. Right? So he has that chance. Stetson Bennett's a completely different animal, completely different animal because he opts for not to go to the senior bowl. We've talked about that. Yes. During that window that he decided not to go to senior bowl. He also gets arrested down in Texas. So so far this draft process, which the draft process is a resume building process, right? Chose not to take an opportunity for one, so decided to skip out on it, and then he put a blemish on his record. And it, again, it's public intoxication. Everybody, but everybody's been drunk, right? Everybody's been out in the in the in public drunk before like it's not
1: 25 years old. eh, All right.
0: (laughs) So, but the point blank period is, is that there is a, there was a arrest that happens, right? So you have the arrest, you didn't take the senior bowl opportunity. You're going to go to the combine. And this is the ultimate chance for Stetson Bennett to write the ship for his character, right? Explain what happened out in Texas? Why did you not go to the Senior Bowl? What is going on with this process? Do you want to be an NFL quarterback? There's going to be a lot of questions thrown at Stetson, and he has a chance to either answer a lot of those concerns or continue to see his draft stock plummet. That's there's so, one of two things that's going to happen this week.
1: I am known as the largest Stetson Bennett hater on the planet, yes. uh, and I proudly accept that. Separate from that, I know everyone's going to be like, oh, this is a biased statement here. I'm so confident that with what you just talked about, those questions are going to be asked by NFL teams and by the media. Yes. I don't have confidence that he's going to answer those questions effectively. I I don't like his demeanor. I really don't like his demeanor. He acts like a know-it-all, and I don't like that. And I'm willing to bet there's one question he does not answer with a great answer. It's going to happen. Well, it's a weird situation too
0: because he is a unsigned – He's an unsigned
1: prospect, so he doesn't have an agent, right? He's got, no, he's got nobody who's, we talked about this beforehand, he has nobody, usually when you sign with an agent, you also sign with uh, you know, a publicist, you also sign with yeah. somebody who preps you for the interview process. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, that is scary, sketchy for a guy like that, that he yeah. does not have representation unless he's about to sign with somebody. And he better sign quick.
0: Because usually the whole process of finding a training facility, right? A part of the deal is, yes, you're going to go here and train to do the combine tests and all that type of stuff. But we're also going to set you up in that process with a person that handles your questioning and how you answer questions and getting ready to answer the tough questions, right? Like that interview prep is such a big portion of this stuff. And to your point, Joe, publicists will be involved in this conversation as well. And the fact that he doesn't have representation, I mean, all due respect to Stetson, because I'm sure he's a smart kid. I'm sure he is. I don't know him, right? Mm -hmm. But the point blank period to is, is that I would feel better about you answering those tough questions. If I knew that you had a support system around you, I don't know what his support system is. I don't know if he's going to be prepared for those things. And that's why it is going to be either. It's either going to be glowing remarks of, Oh, just some misunderstandings. Stetson, right at the ship, or it's going to be, just didn't help himself again, man. And he's just striking out on the, on the draft process and the resume building process. I mean, I've seen multiple people say this, and this isn't like, this isn't my opinion, but I think it's something that we need to ask ourselves. Does Stetson Bennett actually interested in playing professional football? I don't know if we know that right now, and it's no shot against him. Maybe he does, but I've seen multiple people that I respect their opinion, say something similar to this at this point. So I think that's going to be a big indicator of just how serious is this for him or if it's this is a dream. Maybe he's just a guy that doesn't care about it. I don't know, but
1: we'll see very soon enough. No, it's a great question, and it's one I think that as much as I hate wasting time talking about a guy who either is a late day three pick or an undrafted player, we're going to end up talking about it post-combine, and it's something that is a very galvanizing topic. So we're going to get to that, Ryan. Uh, I wanted to get to some guys that we think are going to have big performances, but I'm thinking about it now, Ryan. Let's hold off for the reason that we're going to do a show before the combine where we are going to draft our own team of who is going to have the best uh, RAS score out of the particular player at each position group. So we're going to have a little fun with that. That is something that we've done every single year. uh, So stay tuned for that. I don't want to jump the gun on that. Uh, At Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft. Head on over to Hack City Believe's YouTube channel at Believe Network on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back with more. We've got running back rankings coming up very soon, so stay tuned for that as well. Talk to you later, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week.